Welcome to Voice It with Fran Lavoie, and I am your host, Fran Lavoie, and I want to thank you again for joining me. And as you can see on this title, we're going to just be talking about relationships again, and we're going to be talking about knowing your worth and just understanding as a woman, anybody in general, unfortunately, we're just speaking about women more than men in this topic because of I mean, obviously, it's Wendy Williams and Erica Mena that I that I wanted to touch on, particularly, um, and maybe some other people if I think about it. But basically, I just want to talk about just not allowing people to drain you, you know, and just really overtake your life. So I just wanted to start with that and. I just want to thank people for listening. This is also a podcast and you can find me at voice of exclamation mark with Fran Lavoie. I almost forgot that forgot the name of my own podcast, but you can also find me here on Fran Lavoie on YouTube if you're watching this video. So without further ado, let me voice it. All right. So we all know that Erica Mena and Safari were in a relationship. They were married and it was like for a hot second. It was about maybe, I want to say three years in total. Um, and they got divorced and don't mind the sirens in the background. I live right near a hospital. But um, yeah, they got divorced. And that I've, I've spoken about Erica Mena's relationship with Safari in a previous video um, and how... I think he has to pay a little bit over 4000 a month in um, child support and alimony, I want to say. Um, but, you know, shout out to Rodney DeVoice. Um, we also spoke about how children shouldn't be stripped of their lifestyle. And I, and I partially agree with that. I feel like if your children are used to $10,000 a month lifestyle, they should be getting $10,000 from you. If they're used to a million dollars, you know, they should be affording a million dollar lifestyle if possible. But I know that that's not always reality. Hello, we are regular people. So if all you can afford is that 2000 a month, mama, you got to make it happen on your own. So even though I do agree with that ideology with Rodney, I understand that, you know, us regular degular folk, we, you know, sometimes the way the court set it up, we unfortunately have to take what we could get unless you can settle out of court. Now, I don't have children, but I also know people in the situation where they have to make it work in that way. And it's a shame when relationships end up the way that they do. But I did want to talk about and play this clip from Love & Hip Hop's the latest um, season the reunion special um, and where Erica was just talking and it was it was really sad, you know, because for me, I just look at that and I just feel like, man, like I remember when they met on that, um, I think it was kind of like a haunted house um, uh, thing on VH1, like one of their reality shows. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure they knew of each other in the industry and then they got married you know, she was pregnant. They had their wedding special. She was trying to shade um, since Santana, who had a baby with Joe Budden. 
by, you know, I guess they had broken up and all everybody was on the show, which was very messy to me. And then on top of that, you know, Tahiri is on there and, you know, Joe Budden and Tahiri were an item. And so she was trying to hook them back up together. And then that's even, that's messy because Sin and Erica were in a relationship, you know, before. And then Erica basically cheated on her with rich dollars by kissing him in the studio and they broke up and it's like then you see her shade and Nicki Minaj on interviews and all this stuff who is Safari's ex so it, it's like all types of wild stuff going on so um unfortunately you know she seemed very sad and the way she looks people noticed they they noticeably saw that she went from looking a lot healthier and happier and they compared two pictures. I think this picture that I have here is when she said she was leaving the show the first time. I don't know if y'all remember that from about five or six years ago when she was engaged to Bow Wow and she was like just shading everybody, even saying like, oh, you know, she's she's a bird, this, that, and the third, saying that she has to move on, let everybody have their 15 minutes of fame, honey. She done said all that. Then they get uh their engagement falls apart then she gets with safari and then all that stuff that i just said previous that she did messy and we know erica is known for being messy you know i mean it is what it is but i'm gonna play this and um just you saw how she looked in the pictures from then to now on the reunion special and i'm gonna play um the audio of that and y'all take a look at this. It's obvious me and Safari will never be. It's obvious me and Safari will never be. I was in the hospital bed with this man's son. That man didn't care if I made it through that pregnancy. That man didn't care if I made it through that labor. I really have fought through some dark times. Like literally I couldn't get out of bed guys. There was days I could not eat, but at the same time I had to face my kids and I got to act like everything's okay because I'm the only one that feeds them on a day-to-day -day basis. Like I had to drag myself out of that dark place with my first son because I had to hustle so much. I sacrificed so much time away from my firstborn and I'm still trying to make it up to this day. And this is stuff that I've confessed, you know, and been vulnerable with to him about. That's why it's weird that he knows traumatic experience I've had of being a single mother once and then he turns around and makes me a single mother twice. I've already come to terms that Safari will never really take accountability. And that's fine. He don't owe me nothing. All he owes now is his kids. And that's that's all I care about. Safari, do you want to say anything at this point? Come on. Come on, say that. Grow up. Shut the up. You can cast me out of cool. Speak, bro, because there's somebody out there like you. So you got to speak, bro. I want you to be able to speak and not us speak for you. So if there's anything, I mean, this is the time. I don't even know how to start. We want to hear. Start. He said he has pain. Sometimes to get your pain out, you got to release it. If you got pain, dog, you got to get it out, too. Y'all both. Who, who wants to get married, have kids, and then end up here? Like, I wouldn't have thought two years later this is where it would have been. We were, we were just at a place where it was just who could hurt who the most, and we were there for a long time. It sucks. Definitely sorry for the time when our son was born. And I left a week later. 
It wasn't a week later. Okay, okay, just let me finish it. It was days. Okay. Well, go ahead. Erica talked about how the divorce has affected her. How has it affected you? It hasn't. He's been having fun. Okay. It looks like it, but <laughs> he probably hasn't. He's been living his best damn life. Well, it appears. He is not living his best life. No, good for him, though. That boy would've got a girl look like you. Well, that you ain't, ain't your gotta wake up to take care of two babies. You better be. All right. So y'all just heard that. And wow. Like, <laughs> he getting mad at Shekinah to her to shut the F up. You know, she was like, you can cuss me out. It's cool. I mean, and everybody else was chiming in for him. You know, Scrappy is telling him, you know, come on, speak, you know. And um, God, I don't know why I'm forgetting his name. But uh, Kirk, um, you know, he's telling him, you know, like sometimes people have pain and they don't even know how to speak up. They just got to speak up. And it's like. Erica is a very polarizing individual. I watched a, a, a video with Yanni, um, Real Talk with Yanni, where she played out how she had like a fake account or like, you know, that had her son's name in it. And she was like going after people and trying to like bash Sin Santana. Like just those little things. Then the other stuff that I spoke about before I played this clip all that stuff, fighting, arguing with people, people would dare to say that she deserves what she's getting, right? And it's a shame because I don't think anybody, no matter how vile, deserves, you know, the what she went through. I did a video on it on like a year ago, how my dog, Safari, he turned 40 last year and he was out here hunted on, hunted on this, you know, he was getting loose in Jamaica, you know, and, you know, it's like his lineage, it's his heritage. So I understand he wanted to go home, but at the same time, his son was in the NICU, I want to say. And, you know, she was just out there taking care of the baby. And, you know, regardless of who a person is, you don't wish that. Right. And. The fact that he didn't know how to speak up just shows that he does have a hard time expressing himself. Um, and he probably just didn't want to express himself at that moment because he was probably afraid of being attacked. But it's still very immature, it comes off like. But I empathize with both sides, but I also see the wrong in both sides. It's like, you know, the fact that he would put out there that getting married was the worst decision he ever made, all this stuff. You know, we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. He probably was dealing with so much backlash from her. He was dealing with so much probably in the back. And, you know, he was probably being passive aggressive the way that he showed in the video by not talking and not being able to formulate words and having people to try to coerce him to speak more or less or encourage him. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure that happens a lot and doesn't necessarily mean that the person is being passive aggressive, but it's deemed as passive aggressive behavior because it looks like he just didn't want to talk. And he said it, it's like they were both at a place trying to see who could hurt who the worst. And at that point it's toxic. And as a Christian woman, I don't want to push for divorce, but I also don't push for toxic situations. So a separation 
definitely was needed, but they went as far as divorce, you know, and it's done. But the fact is, is that I'm just praying that he really does decide to become active as a father. I'm not saying that he isn't like, but like really giving more than what is required of him because she's giving off the impression that he does not. And he's not saying anything. And you know, who knows? This might be all a storyline to just get us riled up, but it just sucks that they're at this point. And I think for us, um, if you're in this situation or you have been, or you know somebody close that's in it, maybe you're married to somebody that is probably better now, but they probably wasn't ain't-ish, an ain't-ish dude or ain't-ish female to their kids and to their past or whatever it is. Maybe you are that person, you know, or as outsiders looking in, we have to get to a place where we understand, you know, what we deserve and what we're giving off, right? Like I said, no one deserves that level of mal, you know, maltreatment. And, you know, the things that Erica did, don't nobody deserve that from her either. But if you are a person that acts out out of spite and you catch yourself and you say, you know what, I apologize, I wanna do better. You know, that's all you can do at the end of the day, but the damage is done, right? And we all make mistakes, we all fall short. So I'm not saying that we have to walk around here stepping on eggshells. You might say something as a joke and people take it offensively and you wasn't even trying to offend nobody and you have to learn that, okay, I offended these people. And sometimes you're not even offensive, but people are just sensitive towards you. Maybe they got an issue with you, whatever it is people are dealing with internally. And on the flip side too, you might be dealing with something and you take something personally or people, you know what I mean? You, you project anger, whatever it is. At the end of the day, I will always say that finding the peace of God in your heart is the first step and also following the word of God where it tells you to, you know, walk in peace. And yes, all of that sounds vague and people are like, oh, the Bible's not always the answer. I believe so, but I also believe that accountability also is too. So you also have to have people around you that are willing to hold you accountable, you know, for your actions. Also, I would, I always would recommend therapy and just really being honest with yourself about where you are as a, a person that either is being attacked and victimized. What, what, what do you have to do to build up your self validity to say that I'm not going to accept bad behavior? You know, uh, sometimes Christians get a bad rap for just, just taking it all and you know, God's going to deal with them. That's it. Yeah, sometimes we do have to take the brunt of situations, but it doesn't mean that we have to accept disrespect and we have to, and, and that people can just trample and walk all over us. I believe that there's a way to be assertive about how you feel and what, and boundaries that you're going to set without being trampled and without taking unnecessary undue, like treatment and justice. And on the flip side, I also feel like accountability and self-awareness is needed. And sometimes it doesn't feel good to receive that, but it's needed if 
you want to be a person that doesn't intentionally hurt people. And that comes with just hearing the hard conversations and knowing the difference between somebody trying to tell you something as a projection of their insecurities versus, and that's why I always, you know, say with God, like God will convict you. And deep down, we often know for the most part when we are tripping and when we are being petty, when we're being mean, when we shouldn't have said something a certain way, when we shouldn't have done something. And if we're just oblivious to it, it's always good to be humble enough to listen, admit that even though you feel like you're justified in what you did, that there's always room to hear what people say. Even if you're going to end up doing what you want to do anyway, you, you might be surprised. You might realize if you're humble enough to listen, like, yo, I was bugging right there. Even to the person that you're angry with, you know? Life is very tricky. This is not a cookie cutter way to solve issues. This It's just watching that situation and watching those two toxic traits from each side come together. It always takes two to tango, but it can take one person to change the narrative if they decide that they're going to put in the work to do it. Like I said, I recommend, you know, walking with the Lord Jesus Christ. A lot of people do not. I also recommend therapy and a good accountability group full of people that ain't going to tell you yes all the time and that ain't going to always try to defy you as well. People that build you up, help to build you up. And, and just being self-assured within yourself and knowing who you are without all that aggression really take a, a good look at your insecurities to determine why are you projecting so much that takes a lot of work and that takes a lot of courage but i you know i've seen it work i've seen it work in my life and i wish these people the best best and i hope that they really you know figure it out um yeah i just wish them the best all right so the last part that I wanted to talk about in this video um, is Wendy Williams. We know Wendy Williams. She needs no introduction or, or, or explanation of who she is, rather, which is the same thing. But um, Wendy, we know that, you know, her show, her talk show came to an end. She was a very popular DJ. Um, she has like over 35 to 36 years. She's been doing this as long as I've been alive. But... You know, her husband, Kelvin Hunter, had treated had cheated on her for years, had an affair with Sharina Hudson. She had seen to be aware of it. And it finally came to a head when the woman got pregnant, Sharina, that is, with his baby. She got a divorce because Kelvin, you know, owned so many things with her. He ended up getting a huge payout and in alimony payments. Um, on top of, I think, just like settlement money from the divorce. You know, they share a adult son together. Um, and um, she's been having issues with her bank, as we all know, and how they've been withholding money, all this stuff, and how she's she's been in and out of like rehab and she hasn't been looking well. She has a lymphedema in her legs, so her legs were a little off, and we all know People was trying her to pass. She was shaped like a little pea, did all that plastic surgery, just have a lot of like health issues. And um, 
now as a result of all these things, Kelvin came out or it came, I don't know if he said it or it just came out that he is facing foreclosure because of the missed alimony payments from Wendy Williams. Ciao. Let me see if I can pull this up because what's interesting to me is once again, Wendy Williams, like Erica Mena, is a very polarizing individual, does a lot of things. A lot of people have been mad with her in the past. She's done a lot of foul and shady things. She has apologized for a lot of it, but just still shady in a lot of ways. You know, um, it, it, she's really just known for that. And so it says here, according to Black Enterprise, Kevin Hunter Sr., the ex-husband of Wendy Williams, has claimed that he is behind on his bills due to a lack of alimony payments from his ex-wife, according to The Sun. The outlet reported that Hunter's court filings claimed that he has not received an alimony payment from Williams since February. W Williams was placed under financial guardianship earlier this year after her bank suspected she was suffering from financial um, exploitation, dementia, or undue influence and her accounts were frozen. Williams also recently spent time at a rehab facility in Malibu for substance abuse. Hunter requested that the court order the 58-year-old guardian to make payments as contractually required under the MSA and severance agreement. Hunter also said in the court filings that he has fallen behind on his bills. He added that he would soon be facing foreclosure. So he says, I've fallen behind on most of my bills. I currently live in a community that requires payments to the homeowners association and I'm behind on that bill. If the homeowners, if the homeowners association fees are not paid, foreclosure will soon follow. My car, my car insurance, my car insurance hasn't been paid as a result of not receiving monthly severance payments. I'm behind on credit card payments because I have no money since the severance payments were suspended. He continued. My life has been greatly affected since the plaintiff stopped making payments under our settlement agreement. According to Williams' attorney, Hunter is no longer entitled to alimony payments after a talk show that Wendy Williams' show was canceled per the former couple's divorce agreement. On October 15th of 2021, as of 2021, the plaintiff was informed by the talk the talk show host that her contract was being suspended and that no compensation shall accrue or be payable to plaintiff for the duration of plaintiff's disability and, inca and incapacity, wrote the attorney. <laughs> wow. The attorney concluded that by noting that Williams has no income since October of 2021, she does not have another show pending or an equivalent salary. Williams filed for divorce. Williams filed to divorce Hunter in 2019 after she learned he had a child with another woman. Hunter and Williams share a son, 22-year-old Kevin Hunter Jr. <sighs> when you do the crime, you gotta do the time. And this is his time, right? So granted, you know. I never thought that their relationship was solid. Um, there was another blogger um, that pretty much exposed this story. Um, and it just ended up being a mess. And it ended up being true, even though she tried to deny it. 
um, when she had come back from rehab and like the show had been a mess ever since. And it's, it just shows that her relationship was, had greatly affected her and the ending of it. I'll never forget when she was on Hollywood Unlocked and I watched the live taping of that podcast and the way that she ended it. She was like, I, I didn't ask for this life. I didn't ask for this. I've got to go. Like, she was so, like, besides herself. You could tell she really loved her husband. I mean, who wouldn't? And I just think that it's just so unfortunate that, you know, he just didn't love her enough back to not control his loins and just stay away from infidelities. But... It's, it's said allegedly that she knew about this affair and allegedly it said that as long as he did not have a baby on her, he was fine. And when she, this lady had the baby and she was pregnant, it's like, okay, all bets are off. But to me, that doesn't really show a lot of self-worth because what about like, if you have a bit, if you're in a relationship with somebody, I would hope that I would want to leave because we're married and you're entertaining another person. And I can't just sit back and allow that to be because it just means you don't love me. You're here for whatever you can get from me. And this person is going to be benefiting. And unfortunately, I don't know what I would do in that situation. I would hope that my my heart wouldn't be so shattered and I wouldn't be so attached to a person that I wouldn't stand up for myself and my dignity to just walk away. You know, the Bible does grant divorce after infidelity and that's what you can do. And for me, I believe in a good old separation, honey. If, if you're beating on somebody and, and, and you have the will to, you're being beat up and you have the will to leave, you know, just those things, I, I think... That goes without saying that you got to do it. And I just feel like, once again, you know, her whole life was in shambles after that all came out. And a lot of people feel bad for her. A lot of people don't because I guess they feel like she done wrecked so many lives that she that's what she gets. But once again, nobody deserves that. Nobody deserves to be treated a certain way just because they treat others a certain way. I guess it's just God's grace talking. I think people need to be taught a lesson, but it doesn't have to be vindictive to me. I feel like life should just teach you on your own. And that in itself is that that don't got nothing to do with me. That's God. Sometimes life can teach you in the sense of you just waking up one day and realizing. But unfortunately, I've seen lessons get dealt in the most savage ways. And I just think that at the end of the day, the fact that it has wreck, wreaked havoc on her personal life is scary. It just makes you think like you love a person that much that it's affecting you that bad. I don't know. I've never been married. I don't have children. I don't have those ties. I know a lot of people who stay in bad marriages and bad relationships because of those financial ties, because they have children, because of the love. And, you know, I just want people to wake up eventually and say, you know what? 
I'm going to choose health. I'm going to choose health. I'm going to choose a healthier situation for myself, whether you have children, financial health, whatever it is, and just dignity at all. But like I said, I'm not married. I don't know what it's like to be in these two women's situations. With Erica Mena, people judged her because she got pregnant after he, after Safari declared that getting married to her and just getting married in general, general was the worst mistake he had ever made. And it just goes to show that the trend with these two women is that men have greatly affected them and the vetting process is real. Getting to know a person and understanding them when they are upset, when they are, you know, happy, when they don't get what they want, when they're upset with you uh, or just upset in general, like I said before, all the things sometimes is not easy to, to do. Sometimes people talk a good talk and, and play a good game. And it's like, what do you do in that situation when they seem so different? And oftentimes people ignore signs. Um, it's like just a little signs because truthfully people just want to be loved. So there's a small signs there. And obviously you don't want to be like paranoid. Like, oh, no, no, no. That's why I always recommend being led by the spirit of God and trusting the unctions that he give you. Some people call it intuition. You know, I, I, I just believe in letting the Holy Spirit guide and... Some, and just allowing him to block situations. Even if it looks like a small block, it's like, oh, this, that, you always want to just question it because marriage, it seems like such a huge, I can't even say it seems, it is a huge commitment. It's the biggest commitment that you'll make in your life. And having children is another commitment that while the children are a blessing, no matter how they come, the fact is, is that who you share them with can really determine that child's future, their mental stability, their emotional stability, and so many other things, including your own. Because when you're not okay, because this situation has allowed you to really become so stressed, your children see it. And, you know, a lot of people say that they want to stay for their kids and they want their kids to grow up in a two-parent household. And I get that, but at some point, I, I just see the trend of that. And what's the point if the kids can see that there's toxicity, you know, and it doesn't seem to be getting better? Once again, not in the situation. So I don't know how easy or hard it is to walk away. But my prayer for these two women and for many women and many men, like I said in my Erica Mena portion, I'm going to say it again, maybe in different words. I don't remember what I said. Bear with me. Understanding the worth that God gave you. Understanding who you are. To my people who follow Christ, you are a royal priesthood, right? Now, it doesn't mean that we're not going to go through trials. It doesn't mean that we're not going to go through hurts and pains because we're not perfect either. Sometimes we are the people committing high treason in these relationships. It could be... I mean, we all make mistakes in relationships, but the high treasons, meaning the cheating or the, you know, whatever it is that's that's causing it to be like seemingly to the point of no return, we're the ones doing these things. And we have to, whether it's we are the ones or the other people, we have to be willing to 
take a stand, you know, and, and just say, you know, I'm not going to allow this to continue to affect me, right? I'm not going to allow this person to hurt me. And, and it, and it, it can happen at any time, right? It's whenever you're ready and it's whenever you wake up, right? And sometimes I can take years. Sometimes I can take days, minutes, seconds. Sometimes it's one go round. Sometimes it's a hundred go rounds. But when you finally wake up, it, it, it's a beautiful thing. You know, it, it really is. And that's my, you know, it, it's unfortunate. You don't want to end up like these two women if you can, you know, manage it. And that's what I mean by waking up. If you can wake up and see these things before they happen, then you won't have to go through it. And that's just my time, y'all. I, you know, keep looking because I'm like, I want to make sure that the podcast is recording also. But those are just my two cents. Like, keep in mind, I am a single woman. I, the disclaimer has been out there. I don't know what it's like to want to stay or be in these situations or have a man change me so much to the point where I'm losing weight. I do know what it's like to be in relationships where I am stressed, where there are things that change, where I have gotten angry beyond like control. Absolutely. So I guess in a lot of ways I do understand. But even when I think about those times, I, it takes two to tango. And I know that I've done things that I did not need to do. It's just like that person did. I just know that I'm a won't start, no, won't be none person. I do hold people accountable and people do tend not to like that. And they think I'm trying to start something with, with them, but I'm just really trying to tell them the truth. But even in that, I've learned that there's a time and a place. So, you know, listen, like, I'm not above reproach. I know that, I, you know, we all have a long way to go. I just wish the best for these ladies and I wish the best for my men and women out there that happen to be watching this video. Let's just really do the vetting process. I recommend prayer. I recommend God. I recommend just trusting him and looking out for characteristics, setting boundaries and having standards that, that are realistic you know, that, you know, and, and that are not to be bent. So that's my time, y'all. Please like, comment, share, and subscribe. You can find this podcast on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor FM, under Voice It, exclamation mark, with Fran Lavoie. And here you are at the Fran Lavoie uh, YouTube page. And I am also on Instagram, too. So... Thank you so much for letting me voice it. Hope you guys have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.